0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chidi Madi Podcast. This is, uh, obviously, you know who I am. Uh, this week, I am so excited to have our guest who we have a long-standing relationship. The way I like to say it is she, she keeps me out of jail. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> At least so far she has. She's uh, our legal counsel for all the stuff that we do here at Impact Africa Network and, 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 and all the other brands that we're building. So, Kaveri, Mayor. And there you are. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> she has one of those, um, uh, how do I describe it, one of those exotic last names like we all do in Africa. But the way you say yours is, I've never heard that one before. But um, yeah, super excited to have you here. Uh, the idea, to the, we're, we're staying on our professionals track, and, and the idea was to kind of have uh, somebody with a legal head to, to kind of come and share with us her experiences and teach us some of the things that... Uh, that we should know as entrepreneurs, and, and that's the idea. So with that said, um, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do and how you end up doing what you do. That would be exciting.
1: Um, I like to call myself a legal services uh, solutions provider. Not just a lawyer. Lawyer is so dull. Uh,
0: legal services yeah. solutions provider. I love it. Okay.
1: Or rather, legal solutions Good branding. provider. Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Because um, our clients, when they walk through our door, they're not just looking for a legal solution, but they're looking for a solution that partly is legal mm. and some partly strategic mm-hmm. and partly social. So mm. that is why I call myself a legal solutions provider.
0: Strategic. Okay, so that's interesting. Um, is this something that you evolved to in terms of understanding how to frame what you do? Is that an evolution? How, how did you arrive at this three-pronged kind of definition?
1: I'll give you a small story.
0: Stories are great. We love stories.
1: <laughs> so, but, um, rewind to 2000 and, uh, 2001 when I mm-hmm. joined the uh, campus. hmm so I was, uh, I was called to study law, but law was not my first choice. Hmm. I always thought I'd be a doctor.
0: Hmm. You know? So you had the professions kind of... Yes, in boxes. You know, right?
1: <laughs> You're either going to become a doctor, a lawyer, right. an engineer. Yeah, I need to know what
0: I'm going to be doing <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> from the job. <laughs> So we read Ben Carson's books and we were all going to become neurosurgeons. Okay, you and who?
0: Your peers. We, the brainy ones. The brainy ones. (laughs) Uh So... um, Which high school, by the way? Loreto.
1: Loreto Campbell.
0: Okay. High school, good school. Yeah, good school. Has it still retained its reputation? It still
1: retained its reputation and uh, the networks that I formed there, we still, we still keep touch, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. clients are from there, you awesome. know. Yeah. Yes, good because network. the girls are grown into women and <clears throat> women in good positions in society, so
0: that's great, yeah. that's great, background. yeah I'd love to meet your network at some point, Yeah. yeah.
1: Anytime.
0: I think women are doing amazing work in, uh, in, in Kenya, in, in, in Nairobi in the business landscape, I mean it's, it's just uh, very admirable, I, I'm a big fan of, of, the, of the women professionals, business owners in this ecosystem, just excellent.
1: Yes, so I was uh, good in math in school mm-hmm. and uh, still performed pretty well in sciences. So that's why I thought probably I should do something in engineering or med- med- medicine. Mm-hmm. But that time, that was 1998, we had this system called uh, joint, joint Admissions, Joint Admissions Book. We used to call it job. Mm,
2: mm. So
1: depending on how you perform in your know, examinations, then they would simply slot yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So you have to pick four courses. Mm-hmm. Then whichever one that you would qualify for is the one that you would actually take. Mm. So it's very strange that you'd have medicine as your first choice, and then you have law as your second choice.
0: Interesting. Because they
1: have, yeah, like
0: completely they have. yeah. I know. I know. Yeah, so weird how uh, that was structured
1: actually. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, yeah, it, uh, it, was it was not it was not about the Individual. It was about these roles that need to be filled somehow. Yes. It was not yes. a, very weird. Okay. Uh huh.
1: So the results came out, and um, I was called to study law.
0: Okay. Interesting. So law not your first choice, yes. but here you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I went
1: to law school, and law school was 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 amazing, but
0: which law school, Nairobi? Uh,
1: Nairobi University of Nairobi. Okay. Yes. But somewhere in between, I felt uh, a little bored. Hmm. Like I could be doing much more than just, you know, studying law. Mm. So I enrolled for CPA. Okay. Yes, CPA is <coughs> certified public accountant. accountant. Yeah.
0: So high achieving, like man, this law is not enough. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need
1: more punishment. I need
0: more homework. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you're clearly very studious and driven individual. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: I studied so alongside my law degree. I also... got um, your CPA? CPA. So when I when I was graduating, I was graduating as a lawyer and also as a certified public accountant.
0: Interesting. And, and what kind of... Why, why, why did you pick CPA as kind of like, okay, was it a strategic move or was it just like a hedge? See, like if, if this law was, thing doesn't work...
1: The question was, how do I enrich the law degree? Okay. how do i enrich it did you have you, you seen an example
0: of that or did you how no, did you arrive actually, at i
1: hadn't that? seen an example of that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but um i was exposed to cpa cpa then back then was a hit was a big deal it was yeah. a hit and, mm-hmm. and everybody said it was very hard and you know so i thought why not you know right. why not? Right. I could have done anything else, but I thought CPA wouldn't reach right. uh, my law degree mm-hmm. because you practice within a context, true. You know, we don't just uh, apply the legal principles in abstract, right. right? So, there has to be a context, and for me, the business context has always been exciting. Right. So, I thought these two would, would be a really go very well together.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're the grounds for making an amazing CFO, chief financial officer, right? Um, and and I can see how, because, you know, in my experience of working with different CFOs at different companies, there was always, we were always negotiating contracts, right, with our, you know, partners or whatever. And he was the the main, like, we we always had a legal counsel who was kind of like escalation or when you're going into real negotiations about this stuff. But he had to know his stuff around kind of like, what was possible within the financial context around and the legal overlap. So It's quite interesting. Yeah.
1: So I con- I finish uh, campus with my law degree, with my CPA, mm-hmm. and then what next? Mm-hmm. We, we uh, Lawyers have to go through a program called uh, pupillage. Mm-hmm. So I, I went to a law firm and uh, concluded uh, a year of pupillage, and then the next thing is to get a job.
0: Mm-hmm. So Not at the same law firm, they usually don't extend that.
1: If you're interested, okay. uh, you can extend. I mean, if your master right. likes you and, and. and He's called a master? Yes, your people master.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> sounds... Because
1: he is a professional. He yeah. is already practicing law. Yeah. He, he has years of experience yeah. and he's okay. getting started. Right. So he's a so master. So he's your master. He's, he's, he's uh, you teaching are you master. how to become like him or her.
0: <laughs> how about a mentor? Master just sounds so sla- <laughs> slaverish. <laughs> Because probably that's what it is. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to change that term. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
1: master in the sense of mastery. Got it. Not just master slave. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so I finished my college I think that was uh, 2005, mm-hmm. and then the job market was now open. Right. So I would apply for jobs and I would get interviews. And uh, the panel w- would ask me, so are you a lawyer or are you an accountant?
0: Hmm. You're confusing people already. Okay.
1: So I told them I'm a lawyer who is an accountant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they felt I don't
1: have to be, in, you know, in either box.
0: Wow, you actually said that to these people. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Okay. How did they respond?
1: Well, it, well, well, I never got called back <laughs> <laughs> because they were looking for somebody who would fit in a box. A box they used to without seeing without feeling like you've hung a part of you somewhere. You
0: interesting, know? oh, okay, interesting, you know? very interesting. So it,
1: just, so it was from a good place, it was not from a bad place. How can I be that's just
0: from an uncreative place? I guess, okay, continue.
1: Yeah, so so basically, um, the lot
0: the CPA was not working out
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs> this thing was, <laughs> yeah, because the employers either wanted accountants or lawyers. <laughs> Not it's both.
0: So funny! Not both. Yeah, we live in a yeah. We come from a world where things will mm-hmm. fit into this box, yes. please. Yes. Right. If you got a bit of a round edge, that's not an advantage. Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. Would, let, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. If you now are, since you have your own firm and all this yeah. other sort of stuff, uh, if somebody came with the same, I guess, credentials, how would you respond?
1: I'll be very excited. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I I'll be able to see outright the potential. Totally. Yes.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So now you are going through this rejection process.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Anyway,
1: mm. yeah. But guess what? Mm. An opportunity actually came up. Surface. Uh huh. Yes. An mm-hmm. opportunity surfaced. As they tend to do. And I joined um, Kenya Insurance Corporation okay. as as a management trainee. Okay. This was back in two
0: thousand and six. <coughs> nice, stable, long standing. Yes. Franchise. Business. So, yes, when I say franchise, I mean, yes, I use yes, that in American, yes, American yes. context, I meaning okay. just a brand. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and uh, for the first two years of my employment, I was actually in the finance department.
0: Wow,
1: yes. look at you. Yes. How, how did you, that's exciting. Okay. However, hmm. I was in the finance department, but my role was so tailored in, in a way that I was actually doing uh, legal work in a finance department. I love it. Okay. So it's working out now, right? Yes. So I was in charge of compliance because every organization must comply mm-hmm. with its legal framework. Mm-hmm. So anything to do with compliance for that organization, I was in charge of that. You in charge of
0: that? As a management training?
1: As a manager. No, of course I concluded the management training program was very interesting okay. because we had to touch every department. Okay. So you went to legal mm. for a bit, you went to corporate affairs, you went to finance, you went to the insurance the department, so mm. there was some sort of rotation mm. for a year, and mm. then thereafter, you're now posted to the department. Okay. Yes. So, it was very, int- I was very excited to see how um, my Your competition, was, was you, know? Off. Yeah. you know, you yeah. know, like I could, I could be, I didn't have to be either, I just had a role. That's great. Which was making use of... Yes. My twin competence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. Then yes. what? And then an opportunity um, came up. In so the you're there for two years? Or? No, no, I was in that organization for six years. For six years? What okay. yes. Two years was in the finance department okay. and four years in the legal, the legal. department. Okay. So I crossed over now to proper, proper legal. Mm. And I realized that I was actually, the, the, the experience in the finance department completely enriched. The kind of legal professional service yeah. I would give the organisation yes. because you're giving them a solution, well knowing contextual what the context is. Yeah. So there's a bit of yes, the legal. Let's go by what the book says, but also the in our this situation, is, this, is, this is what we want to achieve. Yeah, so we can translate. So how do we to, do it? Nice. While remaining strategy. compliant. Got it. Yeah.
0: So that's where the strategy comes in, right? Yes. Legal strategy, and you said the third thing was. Social, the three prongs to of how you mm-hmm. define your value proposition. Yes, okay, so now I see how okay, all right.
1: Um, now, you, now, you get, now you're get now you starting to, now, to I see, it. I see that
0: there's a method mm-hmm. to the madness here. It's not just because a lot of times people can just say things that sound cool, but I'm always like, <laughs> is that just style? Where's the substance? <laughs> Give me some substance here. Okay. This is great. So, um, all right, so six years at this one, mm-hmm. um, and then and then what happened? And what, then I was restless. Uh-huh. It's because
1: you've you've done all the leases you can do, you've done all the agreements you can do, right. you've done all the employment matters you can do, and you suddenly see
0: them come back, repeat yes. themselves. So it's
1: it's like, it's a cycle now. Right. It's
0: you're like okay, I'll see this song. conveyor belt. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's exciting in the beginning then yes, it gets. Uh. Yes.
1: <laughs> and uh, so then it was time to move. Okay. So I moved. I joined another organization. Mm. Still, uh, mm. uh, as a manager in mm. the legal department, mm. but doing something new, okay. something new. Mm. So, I moved from an, organ- an organization which had um, about 120 employees mm. to an organization that had 4,500 employees.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So, obviously, this was different. Very in different. Volumes. Yeah.
0: Everything. Everything. Much. Relationships. I mean, 120 people, yes. you know everybody by face, at yes. least
1: three names, yeah. even their children. Yes,
0: you. <laughs> right. so did, you see, that's, yeah, I mean, that's like moving from a uh, a startup to, I mean, not a startup, startup, classically, mm-hmm. but in terms of the numbers mm-hmm. of people, right, mm-hmm. um, to a really established yes, enterprise, yes. right? Yes. So, wow, okay, so why did you, so you made the move because obviously things were drying up in terms of interest and experience. New experiences, and right.
1: they needed to grow.
0: So, are you comfortable naming the company?
1: Yeah, Postal Corporation of Kenya.
0: Postal? Yes. Kenya Posta. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, what was that like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> It was a shock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yes. Like everyone is old it's For like,
1: A good shock. It's <laughs> a good
0: shop. To me I always I, I always mm-hmm. when I think when I think about that organization, mm-hmm. which is not true. Mm-hmm. But I just think like everybody's ancient. In that organization, mm-hmm. how accurate is that?
1: Assessment? <laughs> Not accurate. <laughs> but some Not accurate. There, the, there are aspects, obviously, because <laughs> I mean, postal services are as old as old as the
0: country, right? Yeah. You know, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so what was the shock?
1: The shock. First of all, there was a culture shock mm-hmm. in terms of the numbers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you drowned. I was
1: in that organization for three years, and sometimes I believe I used to see a new face every day. day. Yeah. Yeah, face uh, yeah. every day, but it was a very good um, opportunity for me to see how you can scale an operation. Mm, mm. Because I, my legal department in my previous workplace was not
0: five people.
1: Uh, uh actually three. Mm, there you go. And we moved to about a, a team of fifteen. In the po- in at the postal operation. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. And there was a lot of work. There very was a good. lot of work. And you may look at postal cooperation from outside and you think it's an ancient, an ancient organization. Right, right. But believe me, when you step inside, it's a whole other in problem. terms of processes, in terms of policies, they have it to the team.
0: They have it because I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a virtue of the industry they're in, or is it because they're the type of organization that... I mean, what's the... Is it just because that's how you operate a postal service?
1: I, because a postal service has got to do has a lot to do with scheduling, right? Or logistics. Know, logistics. Right. I energy. think that order is necessary for the survival. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, and so, one would think, right? Just again from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. that they should have crossed all the Ts, dotted all the I's, and now it's mm-hmm. running on train tracks. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the? What are the moving parts now? Because you've been doing this for so long mm-hmm. as a postal service.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's changing? To require now more legal blah, blah, blah.
1: but they but but they the landscape is changing the economic landscape i love is this
0: tell me talk mm-hmm. about this
1: when i did my mba in uh um, so you did an mba in, yes i did an mba <laughs> <laughs> you, are,
0: you are leaving nothing to chance
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. because mm. i knew eventually i want to exit mm-hmm. the the formal employment mm-hmm. and get into so
0: you knew that when did you i knew like,
1: that uh, even before I joined employment, I knew, I knew that, that I wanted to run a business. Okay, so you yes. have this
0: entrepreneurial yes. spirit yes. yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I
1: did, I mean, all of us did. I did some small businesses, sorry, for another day. Right. Yes, before uh, joining campus, after campus. Right. So it's, 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 a, it's a passion. It's a, I like to create things and see how they move along. Okay. So, I knew I would eventually come back to it, mm-hmm. not necessarily a legal practice, okay. but a business nonetheless. Got it. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So, where are we? So, now, uh, the pressures at the postal, yeah, changing mm-hmm. landscape, what's what's mm-hmm. that? If you could just kind of See, sum that up, that would be the, interesting. The,
1: the, postal, the postal corporation's uh, business is traditional. Right. I mean, letters.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Apart from lawyers, When's I the last time you got a lawyer? <laughs> you're a lawyer, so you got a, so person, you got a bunch of them. <laughs>
1: But we don't send them through the post.
0: You send them through messengers?
1: Yeah. Okay. We use courier, courier service. services. Yes. Okay. We use courier services. So that is the traditional business. So even when I was going in, I was very curious to see exactly you know what goes on. Right. Those letters and success cards and this is a business of Kitambo. It doesn't tumble. exist anymore. Exactly. Right. But I was very surprised to go in there and find that that their back you know, their their backbone is actually financial services. Hey. Okay. Yes. Hmm. You see this is an organization that has networks across the whole country exactly. that touch right. every single corner. every single day right. those networks yeah. touch yeah. because articles are being transported from somewhere to somewhere mm-hmm. across the country mm-hmm. you know to them to the remotest village you will find a, a post office That's amazing eh? their yes. reach is insane yes yeah. yes and what do financial services uh, providers want to do? They want access.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They want access? Yes. How do you define that?
1: They want to access, they want their services to be taken up by...
0: Yeah, penetration.
1: Exactly. Mm. So, Postal Corporation was in a very strategic Ah, uh, place. To be a partner. To be a partner to the banks.
0: Got it. You know. Okay, so they are infrastructure players. Yes.
1: To even businesses for the last mile delivery. Right. Because you don't want to reinvent the wheel. There's already an organization, it's established, it has a route do it things will move whether or not yours is part of the you know
0: consumer. so they had a b2b business bigger than b2c for sure because b2c was, ex- was
1: disappearing yes yes so they were actually evolving
0: they were evolving uh because, okay were they how are they evolving on the b2b side were they adopting new services or not adopting but pro- offering were yes. they were they innovating out of you know, customers were asking for stuff, or pros- prospective customers, or did they have an innovative mindset internally, or what was the dynamic? There was no
1: innovative mindset internally, but they were forced to innovate. Got it. Because the market it was Either they innovate or they die.
0: Got it. Okay, it was yes. a survival instinct yes. kicking in. Yes. All right.
1: Because now you're moving from analog to digital. Right. How do we? How do we survive? Mm,
0: yeah. mm,
2: mm.
1: And so, I mean, you have to look at. <clears throat> Postal services across the globe, and I realized, yes. So when I was when I was researching for my uh, thesis, Mm -hmm. I realized that all postal corporations around the world were actually going through the same same issues. Interesting. The same issues. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, but Korea is here to stay. Right. Because this stuff still needs to get moved.
1: Stuff still needs to get moved. Just not letters, but other stuff. So
0: this. I mean, and I guess we we got to circle back into Mm -hmm. the conversation we want to have around how people should think about legal services Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But this is so interesting, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, Net of it is, if I was to ask you, do you see this postal, I would call it almost like a business infrastructure, do you see room for more stuff to happen on top of that? Right? Absolutely. On, yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They should be the e commerce platform for yes. everybody.
1: Yes. It should be the trusted e commerce platform because it's been there, it's done successfully over the years. It's a giant.
0: I love it. Okay, cool. All right, so let's. So, how many years there? Three, Three years. Yes. Okay. And then yes. the bug.
1: So, eventually, I had a very short stint yeah. at Uchumi. Uh, okay. Yes.
0: Are they still around? There's one on Gong Road, I know. It's like Nakomad. The
1: organization is not a store.
0: (laughs) Right, I know that, but I'm just saying. Like you, you have to have the store for the organization to exist. Appendage must function. I know. So you were there for how long?
1: About nine months.
0: And what was that like?
1: It was a roller coaster ride.
0: Okay, (laughs) going up or down, (laughs) Michael?
1: Up, down, sideways, water splashing.
0: Uh-huh. All of those fun ones, right? You yeah. don't know if you're upside down Working or
1: whatever. On fire, everything.
0: Wow. Everything. Okay. And, and and when when which years were, which years were these? Or which uh, year this, was this
1: was just uh, 20, 2016. Oh wow, very recently.
0: Yeah, actually. very recently. <coughs> it's mm-hmm. twenty
1: sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you recall, um, Dr. Julius Lipniketich had been hired to be the CEO, mm-hmm. and therefore he formed a dream team. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was very privileged to be. On Part that dream team? Dream. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, dream to restructure team. this thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. How did that and how did that play out?
1: Very, 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 very well. Be honest. <laughs> very well. I'm being honest. I'm being yeah. honest. Which also I'm being honest. Fine. Well. <laughs> very well, in the sense that it exposed me to ninety percent of what can go wrong in an organization. <laughs> I love the way you put that. You should you, I think you have politics in your future. You set us up so good. Like,
0: wow, okay.
1: What can go wrong? Yeah, okay. What can go wrong and what can go right?
0: Okay. So ninety percent of what can go wrong or go right. Yes. Wait a minute. All of you it ca- was
1: packed in the nine months that I was. I was
0: right. There. So which nine okay, so let me ask you this, just to be for clarity's yes. sake. This ninety percent, is it the wrong or is it the wrong and the right combined? Mostly the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> so tell us. I, I know it's. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things you learned from that experience? You know, just. Mm-hmm. You know, what what are some of the takeaways you had?
1: My biggest takeaway is it's from my the... tenure at Uchumi, corporate governance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Corporate governance. Mm-hmm. We were not responsible for whatever failures um, the organization had gone through, but we were responsible for trying to right them. And therefore, you learn a very big lesson mm. that if you, if you do not get your corporate governance right from the jump, from the beginning, or. It will take a very long, 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 long time to fix the failures. And sometimes you may not succeed.
0: Mm. Mm. You may not succeed. Mm-hmm. So, and for the lay person, define corporate governance, mm-hmm. what it is, mm-hmm. and how it's structured. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about?
1: So, what is corporate governance? It is how an organization holds itself accountable to its shareholders.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How do you control the organization while remaining accountable to the owners of the business? So it has everything to do with how do we do what we what we do. Mm-hmm. How do we do what we do? Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're running uh, a supermarket, chain chain of supermarket, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So you need goods in the shops, you need uh, to restock when they're out, you, you have credit lines with suppliers, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You have uh, credit lines with the banks, right. you know? So all these things are happening. It's like a wheel, and mm-hmm. it has to be very well oiled. Mm-hmm. And if anybody drops the ball, then everything, everything will crumble. But that sounds much more like operations than governance. The difference between operations and governance is that governance has the accountability element.
0: Okay. 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 So what
1: structures are these Mm -hmm. that we have put in place Mm. to ensure that whatever business it is that we are running, can we call it wealth, for lack of a better word? Mm.
0: word? Mm.
1: How are we safeguarding the wealth?
0: Okay, so, 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 so make, it, mm-hmm. make it kind of like more tangible. And mm-hmm. I know you've talked about mm-hmm. the operational side. Mm-hmm. How does that, because you have managers mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are responsible to their managers who goes mm-hmm. up to the mm-hmm. CEO, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's accountability within mm-hmm. the organizational mm-hmm. framework.
1: But it doesn't end there. It has, an, it has a beginning and an end. So it starts with the shareholders. You have a business,
0: okay? Now, I, I, you I, I, own a
1: business. Mm-hmm. You are the shareholders. You have put in your money. But you're not running the business mm-hmm. so you, you 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 get a management okay to run the business mm-hmm. so you cannot every day check how, how so is the a, finance manager a board, doing yeah. mm-hmm. how is the hr doing how is uh audit doing mm-hmm. so you have a board which is a smaller yeah. oversight oversight so Entity. there's a reporting mechanism between the board and the shareholders and there's a reporting mechanism between management and, and the, board. the
2: board. Right.
1: And management also they have their own small, because not of, friendly, yes. Whatever. So you have a core team, right. And the core team also has people. So there's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. Yeah. And and information has to flow all the way to the board, so that when you're sitting in that boardroom, your finger is on the pulse of the business.
0: So let me ask you a question. Yes. So what did Uchumi not do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what what was the mm-hmm. problem? Because there's still ongoing investigations yeah, and still uh, sanctions on on members of, of the Uchumi board prior to uh, Dr. Kim Getich's mm-hmm. tenure, I'm not at liberty to, to share yes, yeah. to share. But
0: the, I guess that high level there was yes. an existing board before you guys. Yes. And, the, yes. and it sounds like that board didn't do its job. Mm-hmm. Let me saying? not say
1: the board didn't do a job, no. let me say the corporate governance structure failed. Because it, had it worked, had it worked, then everybody would have been accountable. And everybody would have done what they ought to do based on what the policy says you do. The right. people in uh, so it's, it's, it's in procurement co- would have done what they ought to do. The people in finance would have done what they ought to have done. Correct. Right. So people no. are
0: running their own businesses. And the
1: board you. would have. Re- re- <laughs> <laughs> I
0: didn't say that. <laughs> just, I, I'm asking. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's that. That actually is a great mm-hmm. segue to now delve into, you know, mm-hmm. just how, what we want to talk about today, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, you're a, you're a law you're a lawyer. You support businesses mm-hmm. of all sizes I think, I yes. don't know, so maybe, all sizes. okay, so, so mm-hmm. why don't we start with this, tell us a little bit about your firm, mm-hmm. what you guys do, we started by mm-hmm. talking about your kind mm-hmm. of value proposition, yes. so let's talk a little bit about your firm, right, mm-hmm. who you guys are mm-hmm. and, and, and all that, and then we can dive into what you guys do mm-hmm. and how to think about legal services and stuff.
1: So we set up Lumalas, Aching and Kaveri, in twenty
0: sixteen. I love I like the way it says lack advocates. Yes. So, because
1: Lumala's a chain in Kaveri is a mouthful. Right. So the L stands for La, Lumalas, the A stands for a chain. I think we got that. The P stands for myself <laughs> <laughs> I think we got that first. You <laughs> should be a teacher by the way. Go ahead. Yes.
0: So two thousand one? Sixteen. Okay, right after yes, the, the Right after yes. Okay. Yes. Did you guys know each
1: other before? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Lumalas was a personal friend. Mm-hmm. My roommate mm-hmm. in campus mm-hmm. was, was, was Lumalas' um, classmate in high school. That's how okay. I met Lumalas. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then Acheng was mm-hmm. my classmate in campus. Okay. Yes.
0: So you had this, you know.
1: And Acheng and Lumalas were colleagues at Mohammed Mudai and Company and Oh, good friend. With so it's out. a whole, it's a it's a web.
0: It's a web, yeah. Nairobi's so so small. Very I'm small, saying. and I love Very it that small. way in some senses. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, you guys, what was the what was the light bulb moment? Like you were you're you're hanging onto a thread, <laughs> you were like man, this is crazy. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, no. <laughs> we actually started conversations <clears throat> around uh, setting up Black advocates way back in 2013. Okay. 2013. Mm-hmm. And I I guess that's the classic startup story. Right. You know, because you, you have to plan. Right. So from 2013, we knew that we want to set up a farm. Mm. And so we had to, we had milestones that we had to achieve. Well, we had, had, had to milestones. Yes. Wow,
0: you guys are seriously yes. organized. I love it. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So we had to set aside funds, mm-hmm. uh, scout for an office, get staff, so that by the time we are exiting formal employment, we are not starting from scratch. Yeah. We already have... You know an right. entity that is you know right. existing mm-hmm. and operating at the minimal level so that we just come in and we you know right. bring our presence on board right and, you that know level. and get going right
0: yeah so how did that work out how did that play out did it i mean obviously plans are one thing execution <laughs> <laughs> <having> together. <laughs> no,
1: how, was, it,
0: what was the variance it, between it, your it, expectations and reality uh
1: well i I think it's a continuous uh journey
0: okay
1: entrepreneurship is a continue you can't say of course we are there right of course not but, but we, I'm just saying But we, we had to be very clear on what the mission is and okay. I guess that is what informed the kind of um, partners right. that were coming together okay. we, we didn't believe in duplicating uh, competences mm-hmm. so you will find that Lumalas heads the dispute resolution and litigation department mm. so a dispute resolution is very wide. People people imagine that dispute resolution is is just about suing somebody and going to court, you know, and having a judge you mm. know make a determination. No, mm. sometimes you can uh, mediate a dispute, right. Where the parties actually uh, sit, across the table, sit across the table, negotiate, and they, yes, settle out of court and all that, and they come up with uh, an agreement on how they. Are going how to
0: often work. how often does that happen? If you're just to kind of be in your experience, mm-hmm. very often, versus going to court because very going to court often. sucks. Very yeah. often.
1: Very often. Yeah like i told you um, we provide solutions you know we don't yeah. do we don't just do what the client says uh, we should do you know mm. when the client walks in and they have an issue mm. there's a dispute mm. let's mm. say somebody has breached a contract right it's always somebody nice. has not paid um, has not paid your money mm-hmm. we don't just jump and say yes let's do them let's you know mm. no 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 mm-hmm. we first understand what is the issue? What, how, what is the genesis of the issue? Mm-hmm. And what, it, what, what does our client really, really want? you mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you have a surface issue, right. and, but deep inside you have some interests that you, you want to take care of. Mm-hmm. So we unmask so that we are really giving you the solution the real that solution. you need.
0: Got it. So yes. it's not just a presenting symptom.
1: Yes, we have to get to the of the, what is the problem.
0: To diagnosis to yes. kind of uh, yeah okay
1: so interesting not 100 percent
0: mm-hmm.
1: of the disputes that walk through our door see the day of light in court mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. all of them
0: what percentage what's
1: maybe eighty percent make it to court that's a high percentage 20 percent we are able to to mediate
0: which is a better which is a better outcome for your the business, yeah.
1: We make money either way, right? Yeah. But in
0: terms mm-hmm. of, it seems like just a person mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. going to court is a lot of work. Of course, you guys are paid by the hour or whatever, mm-hmm. but it just seems like man, it's 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 a it's a hassle, right? Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: you see, you, you cannot force um, an agreement on parties. You cannot force parties to reconcile and meet their obligations. So you are guys sure don't you think are. about
0: it from an optimization. There's no optimization play between mm-hmm. those two scenarios.
1: Unfortunately, it's not within our hands 100%. But, but I'm asking better. is there like
0: a better outcome potentially? Like and I'm thinking about it from mm-hmm. a very business standpoint, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Efficiency is better for business. Mm-hmm. But in the legal practice, maybe mm-hmm. lack of efficiency is great because mm-hmm. it's a, <laughs> by the hour, I don't know, right? <laughs> I'm no, no, no. trying to understand if uh-huh. they're between those two things, just very simplistically, mm-hmm. is there one that's a preferred outcome? Of course, it's contextual, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: at the boilerplate level, mm-hmm. this is much more efficient or not. that doesn't even come What out.
1: I would say is um, alternative dispute uh, resolution uh, methods, mm-hmm. like I have mentioned only mediation. There's mm-hmm. mediation, there's conciliation, there's arbitration. Mm-hmm. What they achieve first of all, is they salvage the relationship between the parties. Very important. Because there's a, you, you have a decent conversation across the table. Okay. And it's very private. Mm. Nobody knows what mm. we're discussing in here, in the, mm. you know, in the boardroom. Mm. Nobody knows. Mm. But court is open. Oh.
0: So, 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 so court, basically, the gloves are off.
1: Yes. We're going for it. Yes. Yes. Okay. And okay. then in court unless the parties consent you know they reach a consent which is then recorded and adopted as an as, a, as an order of the court there's a win lose you understand right one party wins goes home happy the other party loses mm. but mm. when it comes to mediation for example it's a win win mm. because you 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 you, you win, agree you agree you concede mm. of your own free will mm. not because the court has told you to do so mm-hmm. so it's it's nice
0: okay. it's, it's but but only 20% in your experience make, make go down that path, mm-hmm. which seems, just given mm-hmm. the benefits you've talked mm-hmm. about, seems like mm-hmm. a very paltry,
1: mm-hmm. not, op, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. optimal. And I'll and, and I attribute that to the fact that mediation is... Um, can I say that we, we are late adopters of these alternative dispute resolution methods in... We as in whom? We as Kenyans. Okay. Yes. So, for instance, 10 years ago, if you talked about mediation, the buzz was not there as much as it is right now. Right now we have many trained professional mediators, mm. you know, so, so it's an emerging It's, it's an emerging market, area of practice. QL. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Wow. Okay. I like things. This is insightful mm-hmm. because now maybe people who didn't know about this, mm-hmm. you know, they have a context in terms of how to mm-hmm. think about that. Mm-hmm. And why do you think we were late to the party?
1: I, I don't know. I don't know why we were to the party. Mm. I, I don't know. We tend to <laughs> few <coffee>. things. <laughs> maybe that's what we do. Maybe. maybe.
0: <laughs> okay. And so, <clears throat> so how has it changed the legal landscape? This new evolution.
1: It it means that when you're going to your lawyers, you're not just going to get you know the traditional you know representation. Okay. But you're actually going to your lawyer to get a wholesome solution to whatever your issue is. And it cuts across Mm -hmm. from family issues, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Whether it's parties who are divorcing and they need to talk about their properties or the children, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Whether it's um, business owners who are going their separate ways, Mm -hmm. whether it's succession matters and Mm -hmm. someone has died and there's a clamor for his, you know, assets.
0: But all uh, these things have been mm-hmm. happening even mm-hmm. before, right? So what mm-hmm. were, what was the judicial solution? What was happening?
1: The court was making determinations. Oh, so it was
0: all yeah. going to the court. So yeah. I guess we've kind of created... And our, maybe I our, should uh, mention that mm-hmm. now we
1: actually have a court-annexed mediation practice annexed ongoing mediation. in the sense that if a dispute is before a judge or a magistrate and the magistrate feels that it, it is better resolved by mediation as opposed to, you know tried in mm, court mm. then they recommend and parties actually asked to first of all go and attempt mediation okay and if it fails then you will come back and the judge will make a decision. i like that.
0: that's really yeah. a humanistic almost it's a socially conscious once. yes but it emerged out of just backlog <laughs> well you know because people don't, do <laughs> so don't do things because it's going to help humanity really we don't, do, don't do that it's institutions mm-hmm. Institutions here are like, yo, man, you are going to line up, stay lining up. Although, i got to say, I've been been pleasantly surprised by some of these, uh, uh, maybe, I don't want to use KRA because they're after your money, so they'll they'll, they'll make sure they talk to you quickly. There have been responsive experiences from a customer service standpoint that have surprised me. I'll just suffice you to say that, uh, because I always thought like, oh my God, people just treat, you know, uh, Wanaichi like... You know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. like a anyway, like a third cousin or something like that. But anyway, so so this is interesting. So maybe it emerged mm-hmm. out of the backlog in courts, and but I think it's a very conscious mm-hmm. move,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all all in all, right?
1: Yes. So I was still on the L.
0: L. My goodness. Now we are at Cheng. Yes.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so A Cheng has been a conveyancing practitioner. Wow, that's a mouthful. For thirteen years.
0: Conveyancing practitioner. What does that? Do? It sounds like a a factory job, <laughs> 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 <Converse>. <laughs>
1: airport
0: trolley. So not Yeah, it's
1: true to convey. Right. So, convincing is is sale of property. Okay. Sale and purchase okay. of property.
0: Mm. So she's in real estate. Yes.
1: Essentially. Yes. Okay. So that's a whole that's a whole uh, service offering that mm. we give you when you mm. walk through our door. Mm. So she's done real estate. She's done developments. You know, she's done project financing for those developments. She has uh, represented banks in um, syndicated loan agreements, in securities, You know, mm. b- preparing the charges. So that's that's a whole department that she runs.
0: Mm. So now I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm even getting pissed I brought you the podcast because I'm like, we just want you guys for ourselves because as we build companies, we will be going down all these paths. Yes, yes. Fintech, yes. real estate, I mean, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. But now you, all these listeners will be coming to you and keep you busy. So we'll Please be, come.
2: <laughs> we'll <be having> <laughs>
0: that's amazing. So you have a, uh, wow, you have this, uh, this is, that's very impressive. Um, all the way from just real estate to finance and that whole kind of. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. And you find uh, the, 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 the 2019 Kenyan. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. wants to own property, even if it's just a plot mm-hmm. they want to own property right. but they want to ensure that they are they're getting good title, so that's where we come oh, That's in. a big one yes. Jesus,
0: yes. I know a bunch of people I mean that's the stories people almost you know every other person has been burned by a title yes. situation yes how bad is that scenario right now in terms of the record keeping and mm-hmm. duplication mm-hmm. how messed up these mm-hmm. are I think land? with the
1: with the with the coming on of uh, e citizen, mm-hmm. and we are trying to digitize the records, and we are trying to, you know, just create efficiencies around land transactions, in terms of uh, how fast can you search, mm-hmm. how fast can you transfer a property, how fast can you pay for the, you know, the taxes yeah. and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I think we are creating efficiencies in the market, and I think it's it's a good thing. So it's talk about this.
0: Thing. So talk about this mm-hmm. search. Can you now search, for, what can you search for right now, in terms of land, whatever?
1: Unfortunately, hmm. it's still at the stage of implementation. Okay. So you'll have some modules that have already achieved 100% implementation and others haven't. Right, okay. So you may be able to search for a title, say an RLA in Nairobi. So let me not go into the te- technicalities because the land regime in Kenya was just recently consolidated in, I think, 2012. Okay. Before that, we had all sorts of titles, uh, RLA, RTA, GLA, all these are Acts of Parliament okay. under which land was registered. So now we, at least we have consolidated to the Land Act, and it's, it's, it's getting better. It's getting better. It's getting better. Okay. I think uh, probably a time will come when you'll probably be able to do it yourself.
0: Do what? A search for a ty- title? Do what?
1: Do you search and you actually transfer right. and pay right. on right. a portal?
0: Yeah, and I think you know? uh, the blockchain will probably have some significant element of making that trustworthy, right? Because digital, you can always still, in yeah. a sense, corrupt mm-hmm. and access that. But anyway, yeah. um, so that's cool. So then yeah. K. Okay. So.
1: You hey, myself.
0: Okay. What do you do? So
1: I'm the commercial uh, department okay. uh, head mm-hmm. at the farm So commercial is uh, the business arm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, any sort of business support that an entity requires.
0: An individual or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Individual or entity. From registering a company. From registra- registration to compliance to governance. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. to the uh, sort of uh, agreements that um, you want to enter into with your business partners or to in the intellectual property company secretarial the whole
0: so everything to do with business essentially, business. right
1: yes we are yeah. your business partner
0: got it okay yes. so let's let's talk a little bit about that so so mm-hmm. that now becomes <coughs> quite pertinent in terms mm-hmm. of our audience mm-hmm. What are some of the things... You now, you you've already talked about governance being a problem mm-hmm. or was a problem in your experience. So mm-hmm. what are some of the uh, mistakes, uh, uh, assumptions that people make when they're starting a company
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or even just in general in the business world? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I will not call them problems. What I should say is there are certain things that... Um, founders of businesses have to be very clear about when you're starting your, your business um, and I'll keep it very simple um, entity what is the vehicle that you're going to market with? so you have a product or you have a service so you have whatever it is that you want to do mm-hmm. how do you what is the vehicle that you're going to use to go to the market <coughs> how do you decide let's form a partnership
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or let's register an NGO. Mm-hmm. Or let's register a limited liability company.
0: Because mm-hmm. they're all obviously different, right? Yes. And yes. So, so, so
1: that is the conversation mm-hmm. that every business owner needs to have with their lawyer. So that you don't get it wrong from the get-go.
0: So how often do you think we'll get it wrong?
1: Very many times. We've had times when, when um, customers come to us and they want to convert. I formed a sole proprietorship. I want to, now I want to change it to a limited liability company. You know, we are in a partnership. How do we do this? Then you have to seize the business, and then you have to convert and start again. How, how,
0: how, how much of a hassle is that typically? I mean, it depends on the context maybe, but, I mean, changing your structure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll tell you this. Mm.
1: When you form um, a partnership, that partnership gets its own identity. So you have, you have a pin, for that organization, and there's a history. So there are transactions that the business will will undertake, and there's a, there's a record for that, and there's a pin. So when you reach the middle, and you realize it's not working for you, and you want to convert, what I'm trying to say is that it's messy. It's messy. It's messy. So just get it right from the, from the before, beginning. From the get- Sometimes from the it's beginning.
0: difficult to get it right, because, <clears throat> well, maybe I should ask this as a question.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In what, I mean, I, I, a high percentage of the time should you be able to think through what you're trying to do and arrive at the right answer? Or are there situations where, you know, things can change in flight, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? But I guess what the, the net of it is maybe 90% of the time you can predict with good level yes. of certainty what yes. you should set up, yes. right? Yes. And, and, and then in that case, most people end up not doing that type of thinking through. Or what what's the percentage? Like, what do you think? In terms of ten entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, how many of them actually have that conversation with somebody who can advise advise? I'll them? tell
1: you what used to happen. Somebody will walk in and they'll say, We want to we want to register a company. Okay? Okay. So then you'll just ask them, okay, so these are the this is a checklist. Give me a name, I'll conduct a search. You know who are the shareholders? Yeah, just a clerk, basically. Yeah. Send me the pins or send me the photos. Send me. Mm. You get. Mm. But but then they'll come back, and they will say, um, "We want to remove this person."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or I have left this organisation. I had made a contribution. They are refusing to refund it. How do I go about it? So then you start some understanding mm-hmm. that the failure. Is actually the kind of entity that they registered, so that's where you start knowing uh, what problems what problems are these. Right, right. Then that informs we as lawyers during the next um, client brief taking mm, mm. the kind of questions that we need to ask mm. the client so that we know exactly what they the, they have to tell us their why so that we can tell them the how or
2: Wait,
1: the what.
0: Got it. You understand? Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Awesome. So. Always seek advice when you're about to set up your entity, right, Um, from people who know what they're talking about. So the question then becomes, how do you pick representation, how do you pick a legal counsel, how do you pick a law firm?
1: I think the best, uh, well, (laughs) I guess that is personal.
0: You can't say advocate. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, no, like, this is objectively speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you know, how, how would you evaluate this law firm? You know, works for me. I mean, some of them obviously are mm-hmm. priced out of people's ranges and so on and so forth. But you know, I mean, how do I know, like, who to go for, right? Mm-hmm. Who to work with?
1: I think referrals referrals work best.
0: Mm. To people that track record, right? And what I mean is, mm.
1: if you're a business uh, owner. Mm-hmm. And oh, Sorry, you, you want to start a business and you want to set up an entity, I'm sure you you, you work within, you, you're in a network, you know, mm. who have the people in your network used
2: mm-hmm. and
1: what has been their experience,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm-hmm. um, there are some farms that stand out, obviously that people know, I, I think it's a very difficult question, how do you choose, how do you choose a low farm? Okay, you let me put it this way.
0: Can you pick a wrong law firm? Like in, in terms, of not just, yeah, mm-hmm. how can you pick a wrong law, law firm to represent you?
1: You, you, can, you? you can go to, say, a, a firm that specializes in running um, down matters.
0: Running down matters. Insurance down
1: matters. Insurance, <laughs> Insurance Explain. claims. Okay. Like you've been knocked by a car and you okay. need been ambulance
0: chasers, basically.
1: That's derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying the
0: same thing. <laughs> just no, 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 no. your no. so your is... politics
1: in your future. you <laughs> I swear to God. No, what I'm trying to say is okay. um, farms have different specializations. Okay. okay. So you got to look so you at you the specialization. So you have to find your fit. Right. You have to find your fit. I don't see why you should go to a farm that specializes in um, family law. And you and you want to you want them to handhold you for your startup. But let me ask you a question then. Yes.
0: Do do you see uh, a problem, or is there, is there a problem where firms want to be everything to everybody? Is that
1: mm. a thing? Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because at the end of the day, you're
0: the trying to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a yeah. that's so now that's why yeah. our consumer is like, yeah. yo, how do I know? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I know your competence? Mm-hmm. I guess that's why you say it's referrals, right? It's mm-hmm. probably best referral yeah. based.
1: Yeah.
0: Outside referral based, what, what else can can one do? How can I evaluate a law firm?
1: I mean visit the website if they have one, if they have one. see what they're saying about themselves, see what people are saying about the farm. Right.
0: You know? Right.
1: Go to the Law Society of Kenya, find out do they have disciplinary issues or not? Okay. You know?
0: Right. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Disciplinary issues. How? How? Okay. Jesus Christ. That That. that sounds like a lot of work. Um, so we've kind of covered, you know, uh, you've talked a little bit of some story mm-hmm. about governance. Mm-hmm. Give us a story of, of maybe a, a startup where things um, that you think would be a, a lessons learned kind of situation mm-hmm. here where mm-hmm. maybe people didn't set up the right structure or <coughs> maybe people just to give us a sense of, you know, how important it is mm-hmm. to engage a law f- a law firm early and stuff mm-hmm. like that.
1: Um, yes, I have encountered a startup that um, was in the financial services sector. <clears throat> and what they wanted to do was, um, they wanted to set up a trading platform
2: for mm-hmm.
1: Forex. Mm-hmm. Okay. At the same time, they wanted to uh to undertake a fund management um, business mm-hmm. you know fund management mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where you take money and money from the public disperse it into and you know trade with it right. invest right. and then give a return right. to like a hedge uh, fund or like a, yeah money yes, managers essentially yeah, right, yes, in a sense
2: yes.
1: mm-hmm. um at the same time they wanted to do uh, real estate
0: jesus christ but yeah. Okay, in
1: one business? Yes, 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 in one business. They had probably maybe 10 very, very good and solid business ideas,
0: you know? How many were they? 10 people?
1: <clears throat> maybe a group of about 17 or 18. Jesus, yes. this sounds
0: like a problem.
1: <laughs> no, it's not a problem. <laughs> it can be done. It can be done.
0: Okay, so what mm-hmm. happened? But anyway. I can't wait for this.
1: So. So what they did is this they had a very good idea and they were ready to go to market. And they went to market.
2: Mm.
1: You understand? Mm. They went to market and they and and they had a fund. You understand? They Mm. already had a portfolio of people's investments, Mm -hmm, you know, that they were running. Mm. Um and so by the time they were contacting a lawyer.
0: They had not contacted a lawyer to this point? No, they had
1: not. No, they had not.
0: Why? Was one of them a what? How? I'm it stunned. happens.
1: You know, entrepreneurs are a different breed. They when they have an idea, That's they just Something say yeah. <laughs> So what was,
0: happened? so so wow.
1: So by the time they were coming, they were already in a very dicey position, because you see, there are some sectors which are regulated. Right. So you need to understand what is the legal framework. Right. That governs the, your area of operation. So that you can seek the relevant licenses and the relevant approvals this is so from basic the regulator. Though. So how old were these people? No, no, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this just sounds like so okay. Yes.
1: So what happened? So it was very tricky mm. because then we now had to handhold and make the relevant applications, and obviously they were in trouble with the regulator because they had already so the you platform got, was burning you basically. ought not to start without a license so obviously if you're going to report yourself to the regulator the regulator will ask you to stop operations wow. until you, get you regulate your, your position right. meanwhile you have the members of the public
0: waiting for their money waiting
1: for their money saying oh now we have seen um, we, we have seen a statement that has been issued by the regulator. And so we want our money. We don't want to wait until you have a license. They're
0: banging at your door.
1: And, and, and it can be a mess. So, and that is why I said, see your lawyer first.
0: This is a great example. Yes. And so, wow. And so, just to give you some context, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, so approaching, it's, it's never that simple, right? Like, there's always this negotiation you have with yourself, when should I see a lawyer, should I see, like, I'm just registering. There's always this kind of negotiation somebody has. Yeah. I guess best practice for you, suggestion-wise, is, you know, from the, when, when, like from the, the beginning, the from the get-go.
1: To the get-go, like I was saying, that first you have to know what entity, what entity suits the kind of operation you want to set up,
2: mm-hmm, 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 okay? Mm-hmm.
1: because. If if you <clears throat> is it a social enterprise, mm-hmm. so then we can give you the options of are you going to set up a trust, mm-hmm. are you going to set up an a governmental organisation, and we will take you through what are the pros, what are the cons, what is the regulatory framework, what are, what are the reporting requirements, you but, know, but, but what are me, the dos, what are the don'ts.
0: So here's the other thing why it's intimidating mm-hmm. also to approach law firms mm-hmm. because you're always thinking man they f- they they're, they're just sizing my how much I'm gonna pay like. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to be consultative with me in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, I just want to kick the gun down the road because I'm just thinking, I just want somebody to actually talk to me first, mm-hmm. understand my situation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then let's figure, you know what I'm <coughs> saying? And that's been my, mm-hmm. that was my experience with you, and mm-hmm. that to me, you've been a godsend in that sense because we can talk strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and. You were like, yeah, look, uh, let's kind of spend some time figuring stuff out before we even talked about fees and anything like that. And every, well, I had been talking to a bunch of different situations, um, and maybe to be fair, I didn't have a lot of clarity in terms of, you know, initially we're trying to set up something else. Mm -hmm. But the point I'm getting at is having having that initial conversation where somebody can feel comfortable. Yes. That you're hearing me and you're not seeing dollar signs or mm-hmm. shilling signs, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. when you see me walk through the door, mm-hmm. makes people, it's, it's very um, comforting and makes mm-hmm. people open up and makes everything easier. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What, what is the current state of how law firms position themselves, kind of just the legal market? Is it dollar signs when people walk through the door? <clears throat> is that changing? Has it been like that? you know what's the evolution in the the legal space right now i can't
1: speak for everyone because i believe they have everybody has their mission vision and i mean this i can't even count the number of farms you know that Mm -hmm. we have
0: there's a ton yes the law business is massive here yes
1: yes and so everybody has to do what they need to do
0: but do you i I guess in general do you mm -hmm. see an evolution what what, let me ask you what kind of evolution do you see in the the legal practices Mm -hmm. in general
1: I'll speak about our farm. I'll speak about like advocates. Maybe it's representative. No, listen, this listen, listen. Maybe it's no, representative. No, because, because the people, uh-huh. the people want to, uh, mm-hmm.
0: to the extent you because I know these are your mm-hmm. peers. <laughs> you don't want to throw them
1: <laughs> Yeah, <an> exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay,
0: yes. let's talk about it at a very objective high level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing pressure from innovation. Mm-hmm. Templates are kind of starting to take some of it. Mm-hmm. What, what's happening? Mm-hmm.
1: We have to ride the wave.
0: What, what's a wave, though?
1: digitization we have to just write it
0: and what effect is it having on the legal practices are people getting caught off guard what's happening give us a sense
1: Um, I mean the early adopters will obviously do better than than the laggards. you know
0: Um, and what's your sense of where where that is right now do you have a sense at all Uh,
1: yes Uh, there's an emergence of some uh, platforms for lawyers, mm-hmm. you know that are tailor-made for the legal practice mm-hmm. and I think we are at that stage where we are now just turning the page. Mm. We have not turned it completely because it's it's complex. The mm-hmm. legal uh, profession is, is so wide, right, right. Is so wide it Super is, impo- many gray areas it is impossible to have all these offerings in you know on a platform right, right where we can avail right. to ourselves nothing is
0: not everything is cookie cutter or yes right. yes but there is some but there
1: are some areas where we are able to create you know those efficiencies
0: templatized approaches yes, yes. okay yeah. and so wow so, so that's an evolution for sure underway, yeah. right yeah. and how what effect is it having on how people how law firms now position themselves or how they engage customers you know because It's not business as usual anymore,
1: right? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, um, the customer does not know know. the law. You understand? Mm -hmm. The customer wants a service. And the customer wants the service not in 10 days or in 100 days. They want it now. Mm -hmm. So the task is upon us as farm owners. How do we make sure that the efficiency is created within our operations in, in a way that we are able to charm, you know, the turnaround time to almost near, you know, instant. this is an instant <laughs> instant generation.
0: So 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 so, mm-hmm. so you, there's a generational shift in expectation of mm-hmm. turnaround time. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that's impacting yes. what people expect. Yes. Come on, yes. give me answers. Yes.
1: And and sometimes you you, you 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 just you meet an investor, you're you're a business owner and the investor is only around for three days. You don't need me to tell you that yes, we will review the agreements in in, in ten days mm. or in seven days. Mm. So it means that we mm-hmm. ourselves internally we have to, to, to have those tools to respond you know?
0: to be responsive Yes yes it, it, Wow, this is interesting. So mm-hmm. maybe a gen, maybe ten years ago it, mm-hmm. the, the responsiveness was slower or there was no I, I, I'm trying to get a sense of. Mm-hmm. How, it does it, like when, how was it different before? Right? Were people just like, Yeah um, What was the attitude of the law firm when it came to turnaround time, something like that, for example?
1: What I can say is I can only speak about this generally. Um, for instance, now we have, there was a time where we used to have law books. You know, the, when, when a decision is rendered in a matter in, in our Kenyan courts, they document it. And the and, and it's consolidated into uh, law reports and their volumes so you can find all the 20 uh, say 1998 matters 1978 matters wow. you get so we moved from an era where we used to have hard copy volumes of that and now at the click of a button I can search
2: mm. you mm. know
1: on Kenya law mm. Kenya law org mm. I can search and, and and see a decision that was rendered la- 2018 January you understand mm. so I think it's not uh, farm centred. Oh, it's it's the ecosystem centred. Yes. Got it.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I guess we're almost done here with with our awesome conversation. I I think you've given some very interesting, at least one key insight. Mm. You know, talk to a lawyer before you do anything, right? Uh, Finding the right lawyer is also very, very important, Mm -hmm. right? I don't feel like there's enough, at least you've given some ways that people can go about triaging that situation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, is, which is super helpful, I think. So, you're asking me
1: to summarize. Yeah. Be clear about the entity.
0: Be clear about the entity or what you're trying to set up. Yes. Okay. Because that. But, but, but mm-hmm. clarity comes after the conversation. Don't be clear about what you're trying to accomplish or your, your why, because you talked about the why before.
1: See, I'm speaking from a perspective where you want to start the business, right. uh, your audience is startups. Right. So, I'm, I'm giving you my thoughts right. okay. in, that, in that context. Okay. So, how do you get clarity on the entity that you want to establish? Speak to your lawyer. Okay? Secondly...
0: The right lawyer. Yes. Black advocate. <laughs> I'll plug it in for you.
1: <laughs> Secondly, um, what is the relationship between you and your co-founders? Mm-hmm. Very important. Any? Wow. You know? Mm leave the social relationship, but the legal the relationship. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if we are setting up a company, for example, and we are shareholders, are we equal? Shareholders? What, what is the criteria to determine who gets more shares than the other?
0: Wow, yeah, okay? you've got to have that conversation. You,
1: have to have, and you have to have it before the money comes.
0: For sure, before you do even work starts. Yes. And so what about, um, uh, this is a very important thing, right? Um, that's what I'm looking for. When uh, i don't remember, but just keep you talking. Remember. Yeah. Yes.
1: So, what sort of constitutive documents do we have to have in place, which say what what should be done in the event of this? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have to provide for profit sharing, mm-hmm. um, loaning the business. You know, you loaning the business your money, how do you and the, what are the terms of that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to leave. We're not just, we're just not getting along. I want to leave. How do I do that? What, 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 how should I get compensated at the point of exit? What if I die?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What happens? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. For companies, we prepare for them what we call mm. shareholder agreements, mm. which try to anticipate all these scenarios, so that it makes it easy if something comes up. We simply go to the good book mm. and see what our shareholder agreement says that we need to do, mm-hmm. and we do it. Mm-hmm.
0: And the other thing, I'm, I'm looking for the word here, but it's slipping my mind right now. Um, you know, when people set up a company, and mm-hmm. we gotta kind of mm-hmm. shut down now, but there's mm-hmm. so much good meaty stuff we can talk about. You know, people kind of vesting. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we set up a company and everybody's vested right away as soon as mm-hmm. the thing is registered. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, not a good practice because mm-hmm. vesting, meaning in terms of my, my ownership of the mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. becomes 50% right away, 50% is the bad number, but becomes mm-hmm. fully vested. Mm-hmm. Like I own now right mm-hmm. off the bat from mm-hmm. when we're registered. While in startups it's really a best practice to have a vesting period.
1: What I've realized is we have um The practice is is quite different. Our clients who are from, uh, say, the US, Mm -hmm. and I've I've handled um, vesting agreements about, you know, a few vesting agreements. And you're right. In Kenya, your shares are vested on the day you set up. Exactly. But it that's that's not our law. Actually, provides for a different uh, scenario. Mm. But sometimes I think I suspect when your lawyer is speaking to you and asking you you probably do not understand and that is why you'll find most lawyers will say um, how many shares 20 shares paid up on each share 20 so the shares are fully paid up
2: mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm.
1: And, and 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 this is nominal capital what is even nominal capital right. You understand <laughs> right, right 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 yeah so these are technical these are technical terms that i feel uh, startups do not take the time to understand but let me ask what, you, it, what it means. Let me ask you a question. So yes,
0: do we have enough legal professionals who understand these dynamics because it's not traditional to mm-hmm. our market,
1: right? Mm-hmm. It is not traditional to um, it is there in the law,
0: but it's not practiced that. The much.
1: practice yes, it's not practiced that much. The only instances where I have seen um, a vesting structure is 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 uh, sh- employee share share options. ESOPs.
0: Okay. Yes. Right. What about founders?
1: Very, very, very few. Very, very few. That but it's, it should counted. be a best
0: practice, right? I it should mean, be a good practice, yeah, yes. Yeah. If you
1: stay the long haul, it and should count you, for something. Right. If you stay only three months, then yeah. you, should you can be, be, be vested. To, yes. Yeah,
0: come on. Right. Yeah. That's actually That's yeah. a Silicon Valley thing. Okay.
1: So the entity, um, the relationship between the founders in terms of when do we do, what do we do, when I want to leave, when I want to. Um, Loan money to the organization, um, I want to provide services to the organization, so how will we go about that? Mm, you know Do mm, I get paid? Mm. Maybe I'm going to be in charge of the day-to-day operations, and you'll be sitting pretty elsewhere. Right, that How happens do I a get?: paid? Yes, how do I get compensated? Mm-hmm. So sometimes people don't speak about those things. Yeah, they just like so you're there, you're sweating, and then when the profits come,.
0: Hey problems
1: we are 50 50 partners so we take 50 right. 50. but i have been honestly, sweating I've, yes.
0: yeah i've given more that's yes. sweat and tears you have taken more risk yeah yes listen i mean mm-hmm. we're kind of over our time right now mm-hmm. final parting shots if you, you know just things you want to kind of mention mm-hmm. whatever's in your heart mind yeah, yes i was just
1: uh, i was closing mm-hmm. from entity to the relationship mm-hmm. to funding
0: mm-hmm.
1: how are you funding mm-hmm. because the kind of funding that you're going to obtain for your, for your business, will determine whatever obligations you're going to be under. Mm-hmm. So, business owners must be very careful to choose the kind of um, capital? capital for the organization. Mm-hmm. So, if it, is it a venture? Do you understand what a venture capitalist wants? Was mm-hmm. they are giving you their money? Right. Is it a grant? Because even grants sometimes have obligations, reporting oh. obligations. Is it a loan from the bank? Do you understand that you're charging property, that in the event that you're not able to pay, you lose your property? Mm-hmm. So those are the conversations for startups um, with your lawyer. Right. Yes. And then uh, finally, uh, governance. How are you structuring? How are you going to structure your, your organization? Are you going to have a board and the management and, and, and now the employees? So where we come in is not that we are interested in, but we want to we want to make sure that this structure that you have put in place is going to be uh, respected. Mm-hmm. People are going to comply with it. So how do we do that? Then we draft through you the policy documents. So you'll have your board will have its charter. If the board has committees, the committees will have their charters. They simply say who can make a decision, how do we make this decision, mm-hmm. um, what are the channels to make this decision. Um, in On the board itself as it is, do you want to have owners on that board? Or do you want to have any independent directors on that board? Do you want to have some owners also working? Right. You get so pick a good structure executive, non executive, independent, you know. And then do you have an, ind- an independent oversight? Usually, an independent oversight is through. An audit function, mm-hmm. which reports directly to the board, but then again, startups do not want to have these conversations because they feel too small. Mm-hmm. You're, maybe you're three, and you're thinking, "So I don't need to. Who's the board? I, who's the audit? You know who's well, who's I, management?" I, I audit. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, audit is. A, to be fair, I think audit for startups might be a little bit, depending on where they are, but mm-hmm. it's it's heavy, man. Like mm-hmm. You know, because you're just trying experimenting on some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think at some point, mm-hmm. you need to be knowing. Mm-hmm. That I need to get my house in order, right? Yes. So there's a water, you know, there's a waterfall drop they did or whatever it is. Listen, we're over our hour. I think you've given a lot of awesome insights, and um, the audience will kind of really benefit from this. Um, but thank you so much for coming. I'll give you have I'll let you have you say have you say the last word, even if it's thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> for
1: having me. Uh-huh. Lack advocates. Lack advocates.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. We close with that. Thanks for coming.
2: That's awesome.